Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome into the cool down. Alejandro Solana here live from the Caseya Center where the Miami Heat lose big tonight in Game 3. Your final score tonight, Nuggets 109 the Miami Heat, 94. The Heat now trail the NBA Finals two games to one. First game three they lose throughout this entire postseason. And uh, want to dissect this game. We'll hear from Tommy Tig in a little bit. Try to head back down to the Miami Heat's locker room as well. Brennan Tobin, his boots on the ground. He'll be sending us over some audio. And uh, nowhere better to start here discussing this game on 560 WQAM and the disparity in rebounding tonight, points in the paint. He got crushed down low, ladies and gentlemen. It really is as simple as that. You pair it with poor shooting. You pair it with a lack of effort. And, um, you know, you got what you got tonight. And that is Denver in the second half just taking control of this game. But it really all starts with Denver dominating right from the jump in the paint. Offensively, 16 of their first 20 points were in the paint tonight. So right away, it was obvious what their intentions were. But the Heat, you know, they never really properly adjusted. I thought Miami did a really good job in that first quarter, really matching the intensity level. And then at times in the first half as well, getting to their spots. But Denver, they win the battle down low tonight, 60-34. to 34. 60 points in the paint for Denver compared to Miami's 34. Rebounding was an issue for the Heat. Denver has a 25-rebound advantage tonight. Also had 14 second-chance points off of 13 offensive rebounds. They killed this Heat team in all the areas where Miami prides themselves on constantly competing. The hustle stats. And then Jokic and Murray, they both had 30-point triple-doubles tonight. First time ever in the regular season or postseason a pair of teammates does that. And it was scary, man, to watch those two go off tonight. You knew how good they were coming into the series. You felt like you did a really good job limiting Jamal Murray in game two. It's a part of how the Miami Heat were able to come back in the fourth quarter because of his lack of production. And tonight, that script was flipped because those two were the better duo in this game. And Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo played well. Nowhere on the level of Jokic and Murray. And, you know, you could tell from the start that Jimmy Butler, much more active than we've seen him. I thought for the first time in a couple games, Jimmy was actually getting to his spots, seemed to be a bit more mobile than he's been going back to game four of that Boston series. And, you know, he just had that extra spring in his step, I thought, tonight. And early on, 
you could tell it was all there for Jimmy. He was getting to his spots, as I mentioned, and a lot more field goal attempts right away uh, in this game, especially in that first half. Jimmy was already up to 16 field goal attempts, which is much different than we've seen from Jimmy Butler in quite some time. The problem is he only knocked down six of those shots and still settling at times for some three-pointers that may have seemed a bit ill-advised and for some jump shots, but most of his attempts were at the rim, and you love that aggression level from Jimmy Butler. Just couldn't knock down consistently enough looks, and you felt him and Bam early on. They had some really, really good looks that just didn't go down low, but even then, at half, you're down five only, right? And three-pointers didn't really go for Miami. Kevin Love gave you one early on, and you got a couple... um, from Struess and from Gabe Vincent. Caleb Martin came in in the second quarter and finally went on that run. He had a 7-0 run himself, or an 8-0 run himself, rather. So you felt pretty good going into halftime. You really did. And that's with Gabe Vincent only playing 12 and a half minutes in that first half. Comes out in the first quarter, gets a basket in the second quarter. Three quick fouls are called on him, where he only ends up playing three minutes in that quarter. Tony Brothers trying to Flip this game around a little bit in the second, but the officials, ladies and gentlemen, are not the reason the Miami Heat lost this game. I'll make that very clear, but there definitely were some ticky, ticky-tack fouls in that second quarter, most of them going against Gabe Vincent, so he never really got into his rhythm, but I thought going into the halftime break, you felt good about this game. You really did. You're only down five. Things hadn't exactly gone your way, and then in the third quarter, that's when this game just totally turns around. You were out-rebounded 16-3. to Denver scores the first six points, forcing Spo to call timeout. That right there should have been the message to this Heat team. Wake up. It's an 11-point game now. You were down five. You gave up the first six points. All six of those points, easy looks down low. That right there should have been the wake-up call to this team. All right, that's it. Enough with the bleep. Let's come out and let's respond the way that we know this Heat team is capable of. And you never got that response until seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Spo was forced to call a timeout, and the Heat were at their largest deficit of the game at 21. And that's when the Heat finally came out with the intensity and urgency that you needed them to come out with at that 10-03 mark or whatever it was after the Nuggets took an 11-point lead right away to start the third quarter. The Heat bottom line just came out of that halftime break like this was a regular season game and not the NBA Finals where you're at jeopardy of going down again in this series two games to one. Looking ahead to game four, I mean, talked about the way Denver just killed you on the hustle stats, killed you down low tonight. The Heat, they're going to have their hands full already, you know that, trying to limit Murray and Jokic, the idea of those guys going for 30-point triple-doubles again is not likely. But the Miami Heat are going to have to come out and look like a different team right from the jump in terms of hustle and energy and just just heart. I know it's a sports cliche. I get it. But that's, that's what seemed to be lacking tonight at times for this team. And go back to that third quarter. Jokic was five of six, knocked down a three-pointer. Murray was three of four. They shot 56.5% and only hit one three-pointer, which was the one Jokic hit. Denver didn't even have to shoot threes tonight because everything was going for them down low. Just a frustrating night here at the Kaseya Center. Not the way you were hoping the Heat's first 
NBA Finals home game since 2014 would go. Denver, again, dominates tonight. We'll continue to react to this game on the other side. Tommy Tig will join me. Your final tonight, 109-94+. to Plus, really hoping to get some locker room sound as well after this one. You're listening to The Cool Down. I am Alejandro Sorana live here from the Caseya Center. The Cool Down, sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. It continues next. Game three of the NBA Finals does not go in the Heat's way. It goes to Denver. Your final tonight, 109-94. to This is 560 WQAM. Welcome back to The Cool Down. Tonight, the Miami Heat, they lose game three of the NBA Finals, 109-94. to Denver takes a two-games-to-one lead following tonight. Game four will be Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Welcome in Tommy Tig now for some final thoughts on this one. Again, we're live here from the Caseya Center. Tommy Spo said something that he said a couple times throughout this postseason following a loss, the idea that they only have one day off, They'll be right back here 48 hours later. And you have to imagine, you know, we're going to see a different type of team uh, in terms of, in my opinion, intensity and uh, an effort, hustle as well. It's kind of what I was discussing in the first segment that, you know, again, you just didn't see it through 48 minutes tonight. And I, I just think when Jokic and Murray are playing this well together, they complement each other so well. Uh, probably the best duo Miami's seen in these playoffs, which is crazy considering they had Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Good Middleton, point. Drew Holiday, right. and, and Tatum. Brown and, and Tatum. And, and Brown as well. But these two are different, right? Because you saw it tonight when they're both playing together and they're both playing at that level, the highest level. I mean, they really do complement each other so well. And I think it showed tonight where they both had 30-point triple-doubles and they just bested Miami. But I still think it really comes down to the energy, the hustle, the intensity from the heat, maintaining it for the entire 48 minutes. You know, what's really crazy about that is I, as I watched one of the all-time greats of walk over and see us, I was stunned for a second. <laughs> we, we might as well bring him on. Yeah, that, Michael that Wallace, ladies and gentlemen, Michael is Wallace, here. Who, who's, uh, who's, uh, who joined us earlier today on WQAM. Oh, see, that's why. You flew him in for this. I flew him right game in. game number three? Yeah, I put, the, I put it on uh, Channing Crowder's credit card. Can we, get him a, can, we, can we get him a headset, please? Go ahead, ask him the same question you asked me because I've already probably run over this. Yeah. yeah. I want to steal this kind of idea. Michael Wallace from Grind City Media is joining us here. Mike, I, you know, I was just expressing to Tommy that I, I don't think, you know, when you look at what happened tonight outside of Jokic and Murray, I mean, they were incredible. First time ever in the NBA, two players on the same team have 30-point triple-doubles. But outside of that, Denver, 60-34 to 34 advantage points in the paint, 58-33 to 33 rebounding advantage. That's a plus 25 rebounding advantage. I, I don't think the Heat really matched their physicality level or their intensity level for 48 minutes tonight. And I think it showed in the third quarter when they really blew this game wide open. Yeah, I mean, for the first three minutes of the game, they did. I thought Bam Adebayo came out uh, with, with spectacular energy. I mean, he attacked. Uh, he went right at Jokic. But I think the Miami Heat got away from that. And when they stopped making shots, uh, they couldn't counter the physicality that the Denver Nuggets played with. When you look at the numbers right here, I mean, points in the paint and the rebounding battle, that decided this game. I mean, the, the Nuggets had 60 points in the paint, 26 more than the Heat scored in the paint. 
they had 58 rebounds, 25 more boards than the Heat could counter with. So when you can't keep that team from getting downhill and getting into the paint, um, you really can't match up with them. And sometimes the Denver Nuggets are just simply too big, too strong, and too deep in that department. And when they play to that identity, uh, there's not many counters that you can offer if you're the Miami Heat. You know, Alejandro, I'll tell you one thing. The reason why the Denver Nuggets are here is because of Michael Wallace. Because I remember the last time he came on Heat Weekly, he actually showed them where the practice floor was and everything to try to oh, get Oh, you them remember ready. that. Of course I remember that. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing the whole time putting my mic off. Just say, He's trying to tell like, one of their players, I don't know which one it was, I don't know if it was Jokic or uh, any of them, Gordon. It was the whole team. It was the whole, they were, they were, the whole yeah, team. They were exactly in the freight elevator. If you yeah. sent them in the wrong direction, then maybe they wouldn't have been here tonight, <laughs> and you guys would have won that game on Saturday night and would have gone from there. I forgot totally about that, so, man. Oh, how could you have forgotten that? That's crazy. Michael Wallace yeah. is giving the scouting report to he the is. opposing team. Yeah. <laughs> to beat his own here, team. Mike? We were in the middle of Heat Weekly at that time, and I mean literally in the middle of the interview, and uh, I was right outside the, the, the freight elevator at, at FedEx Forum, and the Nuggets were coming in for shoot-around, and they got lost. And they, you know, you got a whole, you got Jokic and a whole bunch of six ten, six eleven guys coming off the elevator, not knowing where to go. So I had to direct them to the floor while we were doing the interview at the That's time. Right. So that was that was amazing, man. And, and to think that was a turning point. Honestly, I talked to Mike Malone um, and a couple of Nuggets players about that. They the lost that Heat game. Weekly was the turning point of the whole season for yeah, the uh, yeah. Denver Nuggets. That was the lowest. I mean, they ended up uh, they got trounced by Miami. Uh, excuse me, by the by the by the Grizzlies at, in did. that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored their lowest points of the season, and you know Michael Malone called out his team's effort, and then they went on and wrapped it up after that, and took uh, took the number one seed in the West. Does he do it that often, call out his team's effort? I mean, this team is fantastic. There's no question and in my mind. And he watching. did it after game two. But he, he seems to do two. it time yeah. to time over the course of the season whenever they lose. Yeah. Does he yeah. do that that often? He does, and, and I think that's a, a level of – and I don't want to say immaturity from a coaching standpoint because he's been around the game a long time. Yeah. But I think at a certain point when you realize where your team is – you don't want them to freeze up, and, and you don't want to always pull the motivation card in mm-hmm. terms of effort. Uh, this team is fantastic. They're put together well. And, and, and again, when you have Jokic and Murray playing like they're playing, I just did my stand-up piece um, you know, for, for Grind City Media, and I said, listen, this guy did not get the final – I mean, the regular season MVP – um, but unless the Heat can come back with a rally, I mean, he's definitely headed for the finals MVP to uh, to complete that set. He yeah, definitely would rather have that, to be honest with you. Once you have an MVP, I mean, what's another one? You know, <laughs> you, you got to get the finals one. You do. You There's do. There's no question about it. He's a phenomenal talent. It's funny, Mike, because I don't know if you knew this. The last time the Heat beat this team in Denver was 2016. Yeah. They had Jokic on the bench backing the up bench. Nurkic. Yep. And they had yep. Murray, who wasn't playing that often either. Nope, nope. nope. You think he about was, how far the along yep. they've come as a duo. Yeah, yeah. But they've known each other for so long, and that's got to help them with the experience they picked up together. That's just that continuity. Um, you know, and, and they, they went through injuries. They went through roster uh, changeovers and all of those kind of things because, you know, at that point they were playing Wilson Chandler and some yeah, of the older guys. Right. And uh, Murray was young. And then, obviously, he went through his uh, his knee issues and all of those kind of things. But when you stick to it, when you stick beside Mike Malone and you allow this team to grow, uh, this is the result. They're ready for this moment right now, even though they hadn't gotten this far yet. Uh, but they certainly don't look like they're, um, you know, they're blinking uh, like deers in the headlights right now. But all. having said that, I, as I said in my piece, I will not count out the Miami Heat. I've seen what they can do. Um, you know, again, this is a team that took out the number one seed Bucks. They took out the number two seed Celtics on the road with a blowout. And just when their backs are seem- seemingly against the wall, they come out with a response. How do you do it? You have to be able to make sure that 
you're you're you got to disrupt Denver one way or another. You got to slow them down, and you have to be able to knock down shots that you haven't been able to knock down in two of the three games in this series. You have to be able to capitalize at the free throw line and turn them over, get some points off turnovers, and win that battle. You're not going to win the boards battle. You're not going to win the paint points battle. But you have to be at least a little bit competitive in, in that standpoint. I was going to say, I don't think Luke Babbitt and Josh McRoberts are uh, are coming out of that locker room. Last time the Heat won yeah. in Denver, they were in the starting lineup, which is crazy to think about. And Jokic and Murray were coming off the bench. Um, <laughs> but but you mentioned you know how, how the Heat can get it done. Yeah. Um, what was that year again? 2017. 2016, November 30th, 2016, 17. 2016, 17. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. A memorable okay. year for the Miami Heat. They started yeah. 11 and 30. Yeah, yeah, that was, I, 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 had just I just left. I just left. Yes, I, I just left. Yes, I remember that. Yes, I had I a heart that. attack. I'll never forget it. That was the Hassan Whiteside years. <laughs> yeah, yes. when, they were, when they allowed a Carl White and James Johnson to bring up the ball, the next day end up in the hospital. Yes. Wow, yes. wow, wow, wow. But um, no, this one is far from over, man. Guys, I think, you know, again, you know, Miami is, is a resilient team. Um, you know, the respect that I – you know, I was up there. My seats were up there where the uh, retired jerseys are, man, and I kept looking up and, and looking across. That's probably across. the first time you've ever been up there. It probably was. I couldn't find my way up there, man. And uh, it was just one of those kind of things. But these guys see banners. They see retired jerseys. They go through the tunnels and they see, you know, the walk of fame. Yeah. They know what the expectation is, and, and, and they're not going to back down. Jimmy Butler's going to be positive like he always is. Mm-hmm. And um, – you know, again, this is a, they have to play the hardest that they've ever had to play in order to stay stay with this Nuggets team. Do they need to to, to knock down threes? I mean, Denver's done it now. Two wins, shooting below 30%, and the Heat get to 31%. But we're being honest. Duncan Robinson made a couple threes at the end here. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, do the Heat need to shoot, you know, 40-plus percent to beat this Nuggets team? Because the one game that they did thus far, they won. And, and the, the only two that they haven't. Um, they, they kind of weren't even in it in the second half. Well, they have to be able to offset the pain points, though. Like, I, I don't care how you do it. Um, you know, when Miami's playing to their to their identity, they are able to knock down three-point shots, and they shot almost 50% uh, in, in game two. I don't know if they're going to be able to shoot that clip, but you just can't get annihilated in the paint. Like I said, when you're outscored 26 in the paint and out-rebounded by 25 on the glass, cut that in half and the complexion of this game changes, right? You're no not going to win those categories, but you have to be a little bit more competitive in those areas in order to give yourself a fighting chance against this team because, again, Jokic is a machine mm-hmm. and Murray. Th- th- here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys, and you guys have seen all of these games. The one thing that Denver is doing that Boston could have done and never did, they did not adjust and value the mid-range and the paint mm-hmm. they never did they 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 tried to outshoot miami from three right and they they minimized their size advantage denver is not going to minimize their size advantage in this series they're oh. going to dictate with it and that's the difference between this team and the teams that the heat have seen so far well i can't stomach another christian brown Ooh. slam seven of eight and then uh and then flexing on this miami crowd so hopefully that he can get it done in game four michael wallace yeah yeah and we talked much. about it we Legendary. talked about it earlier uh on on, on hawk and crowder i said that malone was going to go to his bench and rely on some guys he coming on hawk and crowder again friday than, <laughs> than he has before <laughs> man now i gotta i gotta catch a plane tomorrow you know i came in and 
you know, Kane saw, and, and, and hopefully the Heat can even this thing up. I do think they will win Friday, sending back to Denver tied up 2-2. Thanks I mean, for stopping by. Tommy, hey, anytime. Uh, I owed you an appearance, too. I couldn't make the last one. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm free Saturday. Tommy. Uh, All right. The, the I'm looking heat, for people. <laughs> as much as I love Mike Wallace, the Heat are 0-1 with him back in Miami. Oh, so being on this program. If yeah, I have to drive program. him to the airport. That uh, is true. If I have wow. to drive him to the airport, we're going to test it out. No, but seriously. The Mike, Heat are also – Three championships when I'm on the building. That is true, too. <laughs> when I'm in the building. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll work. Even if he doesn't know how to get around the building. <laughs> that is very true. Thank Michael you guys. Wallace, Thank you. Uh, appreciate you coming up here and joining us. Tommy Tig, appreciate you as well. I will talk to you on Friday for game four. I plan on being here. All right. Let's take one final break here on the other side. Hopefully, we get back down to the Heat locker room. If not, I'll give you some final thoughts here from the Caseya Center where the Miami Heat. They lose big tonight, 109-94. to Denver takes a two-games-to-one advantage into Game 4, which will be Friday night, 8.30 p.m. You're listening to The Cooldown. I'm Alejandro Solana, 560 WQAM, following this rough loss for the Miami Heat. One thing that certainly changed from Games 1 and 2 into today, lack of scoring from Gabe Vincent. A rough one tonight for Gabe. He was 1 of 6 for 3, 2 of 10 overall, just 7 points from Namdi. And uh, you're starting backcourt tonight. Max Struess, one of seven. They combined three of 17, two of 10 from three, just 10 points between those two. And just not good enough tonight from either of them. I do think Gabe Vincent kind of tough break for him tonight because he plays his usual minutes in the first quarter. And the second, when he comes in to the game, mentioned it earlier, a couple fouls that were called on Gabe Vincent that were a bit questionable, but because of that, had to go to the bench twice Next time he came back out on the court, Spo had to send him right back to the bench because he picked up his third foul. But not the night you were hoping from Gabe Vincent. And uh, he's speaking now to the media. So let's head down to the Heat's locker room. Following our game plan, I think we got away from that a little bit. Uh, you know, we have a small margin of error. So, you know, we got to be more detailed with our stuff. Awesome. A very difficult task right now. I mean, especially tonight. I mean, uh, every team we've played this playoff run has had quote unquote size on us, so we're not going to start making that excuse now. Respectfully. Were they uh, protecting, uh, when they're on defense, protecting the three point line a lot more tonight than the uh, previous game? Um, I think that was more of a, a product of, of our lack of detail. <laughs> Offensively, I think just our spacing and our intention. Talk about spacing and intention. How do you guys get more of a flow to your offense? Obviously, you know the spacing and intention have to be there, but but what specifically, you know, can you guys work on differently to to have a different approach in the next game? We'll get back to the film and, and game plan and come out with better intention. Game four. Gabe, that's a message that was said in here right after the game. I would assume. Say it again. That's the message. What's the message? That was uh, the message was said to the team from the coach, and we're going to get ready for game four. All right, so you heard it there. Uh, a lot of the same stuff from Coach Spo and, uh, and, and there from Gabe Vincent kind of mentioning the same talking points, more intentional offense from this Heat team. Um, and, you know, to a, to a certain extent, I think that's fair tonight, but um, it, it's hard for me to have watched that third quarter and, and not kind of, you know, criticize the Miami Heat a little bit with the way that they just came out tonight in terms of their energy. Uh, and, and you're hoping that's just not the case. But I do think there are certain adjustments, as Mike Wallace was just discussing, that can be made for the Miami Heat. You know when Jokic catches at the, at the, the elbow 
or at the free throw line or just above the uh, the top of the key, you know this Nuggets team now is sending Aaron Gordon, Christian Brown when he's in the game, Bruce Brown when he's in the game. They're sending them just cutting directly to the basket, really trying to take advantage of the Miami Heat and kind of catch them sleeping. I thought Kyle Lowry did a really good job tonight when he was in the game of of helping off the weak side on Jokic and, and really trying to disrupt his activity um, with the ball in his hands. But the Heat weren't able to keep that pressure on him. And those passes from Jokic to his cutting teammates just just opened up everything for their offense. And then the Heat, they failed to recover properly. And I, I thought a lot of a lot of that happened in this game where Denver just took advantage and they, they realized that they had that advantage um, throughout most of this game, especially in that second half. And the Heat, without their shooting, they just got absolutely crushed tonight down low and they were never able to respond. The way that they were able to respond, down 16, let's not forget that, in game two. So Miami will have their hands full. We know how good Jokic is, right? This isn't a, a shock. This isn't a surprise. Two-time MVP probably should have won his third MVP this season as well. And the fact that he's putting up another triple-double shouldn't come as a surprise either. This is his 10th triple-double in the NBA postseason thus far, setting once again a record that he set himself with nine in a single postseason. But you can't let Murray go off for 30 as well and have a triple-double and can't let their role players, as, as Tommy and I had discussed prior to this game, you can't let their role players go nuts. And, man, Christian Brown tonight, 15 points, 7 of 8 from the field. I mentioned him just stealing a pass, going down the floor, breakaway dunk, and he's flexing on us here at the Kaseya Center. You can't let that happen. You can't let Christian Brown have 15 points in an NBA Finals game. And, uh, and, and that's what transpired here tonight. You catch another break with Michael Porter Jr. struggling from three. That's the guy that's supposed to be beating you outside of Murray and Jokic. And uh, and and even, you know, despite his struggles, Denver has found an answer. And if you're the Miami Heat, you've done this all postseason long. You've found a way to respond to adversity. The Heat always talk about doing it in the mud and uh, and having to suffer and doing it the hard way. Well, tonight, you know, you suffered. In that second half, you never led, and you were down double digits again in the NBA Finals for most of it, and they're going to have to figure out a way here to limit Denver from what worked for them tonight and respond to even this series back up 2-2 two to two after Game 4, and you're feeling pretty good. You just got to win two of the next three. You've already won one in Denver. The formula is there for Miami. Now it's just up to them to go out and execute. couple other Local things before we head out of here. It's a big day for South Florida sports. Let's not forget Lionel Messi confirmed that he is joining Inter-Miami today. It really is one of the biggest, I shouldn't say signing, but one of the biggest sport additions in the history of the United States in their big four leagues or big five leagues. So uh, South Florida continues to be the epicenter of the sports world and Leo Messi just made it that much greater. For the Panthers, tomorrow, Stanley Cup Finals, Game 3. They need a victory as well. They can't afford to go down three games to nothing. 8 p.m. puck drop tomorrow is when that game will take place. From sunrise, back to back to back to back finals games. Didn't start the way you wanted it, 
tonight here at the Caseya Center. Hopefully the Panthers can rebound and the Heat can get this one tied up on Friday night. Thank you very much to our engineer here tonight, Gary Abar, Matthew Wilson, and Trevor Harris back at the studio. Excellent tonight as always. Jason Jackson, Amy Audibert, excellent on tonight's broadcast. And Tommy Tig, appreciate him for sticking around here as he always does. Michael Wallace, special appearance by him tonight as well. Appreciate everybody who tuned in. Your final score tonight, once again, 109-94. to Denver leads this one two games to one. I will speak to everybody tomorrow, 2-6. to six. Hawkman and Crowder will actually be live at FLA Live Arena to cover the Stanley Cup Finals. Pretty cool. And then Friday, 7 p.m., right back here at the Kaseya Center, Game 4, NBA Finals. Bring your guts. Heat aren't out of it yet. Heat Nation, just got to get one, and then you move from there again, 7 p.m. Friday night for another edition of Miami Heat Basketball right here on your home for the Miami Heat 560 WQAM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.